Oh my god, he's back again. His name's Nick, he's back again. He's playing on his alligator keyboard. Nothing sounds better in the world. You got Glenn Gould, Bach, Rachmaninoff. You got all the greats. Field recording artist that you never knew existed in the 1940s on farms singing folk songs. Don't compare to this alligator keyboard when it's got my fingers on it. Hey, hi, 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 how are you? This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick. This is the show. This is the show I do. Self-produced, DIY till I die. Any sponsors have rejected me. That is my promise to you, the listener. Thank you for being here, putting your ears towards my voice. Love it. Love it. How are you? I've got energy. Isn't that nice? Took a nap a few hours ago. Got me just right. Oh boy. When was the last time I was talking to you? Like 10 days ago? Yeah. What's happened since then? Who knows? Bunch of stuff. You know, saw some bands, took some money from people, put it in my pocket, gave some money to people, took it out of my pocket. My pocket's Money is always going from from it to it, out of it. You know how it is. The world right now is just revolving around us, tossing money away. And I, for one, think it's great. It's really reminding us how money is uh, terrible. And in a perfect world, everyone would just be walking around and we'd ask people for things and they'd give them to us and that would be the economy. Just of uh, generosity and helpfulness but you know this is the real world it's the real world people want something for their labor and what do i have to offer looking around uh, if someone were to do something really good for me that really helped me out maybe they could have my homer simpson doll which i do need to have dry cleaned but is wonderful i also have a uh, cicada carcass in 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 glass so I'd be willing to give someone that if they would do my laundry for two years, including folding and organizing in my apartment. Uh, so no more money, just an economy of the things I have being given to people for doing things for me. That is the world I want to live in, and I will not rest until Bernie Sanders hears my ideas. And so Bernie... Live for another 10 years, because I think in 10 years' time, if I work hard enough every day, I will get to have an, uh, an audience with you in your, in your throne room. It would be cool if Bernie Sanders at his home, one of his homes, uh, had, a, had a, like a throne. I'd respect that. That's fine. Just because you believe in universal health care and people helping people doesn't mean you can't want a little bit of a royal touch that's why Elvis that's why they called Elvis the king in my hazy memory of why they called Elvis Presley the king uh (laughs) how have you been in the last 10 days what's been going on you want to tell me okay write me weeklypodcast at gmail.com w-e-a-k-l-y podcast at gmail.com my band almost set up a show that was exciting almost 
Wrong Hole. Maybe you've heard heard Wrong Hole. Our track, What is Math, is actually used in the introduction to this very podcast. Uh, I flipped it around a little bit, but that's the Wrong Hole song, What is Math, from our album 2012. And uh, we were going to play a show. It was all set. It wasn't going to be easy. None of our shows were ever easy. We never play. We haven't put out an album for uh, nine years now. <laughs> but we're still rocking. <laughs> However... Since our original keyboardist left, we've had a hard time securing a full-time keyboardist. And uh, Jay, God bless, jobless Jay, played keyboards last couple shows. The most recent show he did, he was stellar. Anyway, I don't know if Jay thinks we'll be prepared enough. Apparently our songs, so he said, no, let's not do the show. Okay, fine, we're not playing the show. Our song, he's apparently, word around the street is that our songs are too hard. I don't like to use the word hard. I like to use the word illogical. Because Jay's an amazing musician and uh, he could pull something off. It's just, it's probably hard to go, why is it doing this? It's because we work on intuition, man. I'm in a band with Andrew. I've known Andrew for 30, literally 30 years maybe more and uh so our goofiness is uh possibly not going to make sense to anyone beyond ourselves and guess what i don't know how to play anything so that's a problem except for the alligator keyboard and uh yeah so almost was going to play a rock show not gonna do it though but have been doing stand-up that's been fun have some shows set up for July, including opening up for Paul Bellini and Scott Thompson's bands with my homie Ryan, who I used to be in a band with, and also Gord Disley, an old bud and a comic. Uh, their, their band Mouth Congress, who I probably have talked about, I'm going to open up for them at the Rivoli in April. I think it's April 7th. Very excited for that. Um, yeah, so whatever. The things I like doing are being done. The podcast, the I'm almost finished Halo 3. Well, I'm so close to finishing it. I've been playing... I do this in the winters. I start playing like a series of video games. A couple years ago, it was God of War. I played like all the God of Wars. Through all, like three of them. And then I, uh, I played Halo 2 and 3 very close to each other. And then I overdose. And I don't even know if I'm feeling happiness or joy while playing the game anymore. I'm pretty sure I am. It's fun. You're shooting at aliens. You're a big... You're a guy named Master Chief, which is like what... Who wouldn't want to be named Master Chief? That's what... If Bernie Sanders... I'm totally fine with Bernie Sanders calling himself Master Chief and having a throne in his Vermont condominium. And that's fine. Yeah, so the game, you're playing Master Chief, you're blowing stuff up, I'm having a great time with that. So, you know, eating... My sister gave me a bunch of Turkish delights straight from Turkey. Those have been delicious. Seeing friends, supporting the scene, side hustle, selling earplugs at rock shows. Thank you very much. Get your hustle on. But I've probably talked about it, that I've been really exhausted, maybe for like eight months. Um, it, it actually does get in the way of me regularly doing the podcast i would say i have a lot of circumstances where i think i would actually do it 
but I lie down and then I wake up and I'm in that post lie down state. I have to nap like twice a day a lot of the time, sometimes even three times. And it throws my whole sleep schedule off. So I finally went to the doctor, got some blood work. Doctor leaves a message for me. I have like no vitamin D levels. I have a major vitamin D deficiency. Is this too much information for you? I don't know. I just think you should know that because maybe you do too. So now I'm taking like tons of vitamin D every day. It's gonna, apparently it takes forever to uh, um, get that vitamin D uh, recouped. So I don't know when I'll feel better. It'll probably be about a month from now, hopefully, or sooner, but hopefully no more. And I, it's just such a mixture of feelings. You know, you get the news, you're like, God, I'm glad I know the deal. I'm not imagining that I'm exhausted. I'm not, the fatigue has a reason. And secondly, I'm like, why don't I live somewhere where there's more sun? <laughs> why? <laughs> I just want sun. I just want sun and to be near the water. I swear, you know, a lot of the people who moved to L.A. Would, would not be having so much agitas if they just told themselves, I'm not doing it to be the world's most famous comedian or an actor. I'm doing it for the weather. Instead, they go, they try, they take an acting class, they try to get up at the comedy store. Their lives are ruined. They're smoking meth in a upside down at a goth, at a goth bar, talking to a former accountant who's now a Bitcoin thousandaire about their hopes and dreams. And let me tell you, if that's the circumstance you're in, you have no more hopes and dreams. It's a weird thing. Some of the most hopeless, dreamless moments I've had have been in Los Angeles and also have been talking about my hopes and dreams. Basically, if you ever do cocaine and you find yourself starting to talk, which you will, but if you find yourself touching, starting to talk specifically about your hopes and dreams, slap yourself. Stop. Don't get into that stuff. You're on cocaine. What you should be talking about is how much you love a rock song. <laughs> like a 70s rock song. That's it. And maybe get excited about... Maybe get excited about a movie that you saw. That'd be kind of fun. I saw my homie Brandon Cronenberg's movie, Infinity Pool. That was intense. Wow. Grew up, I didn't really grow up with Brandon, but I uh, uh, hung out at him and his dad's house when I was, and his mom, uh, when I was like in, in daycare. We would watch 50s features, horror movies and monster movies in the Sunday afternoons. We pretend to direct, direct movies. Brandon Cronenberg is the director of David Cronenberg's son. So it was really cool. You know, it was something... It was my first chance to ever fan out. <laughs> Not that I had seen any David Cronenberg movies, but I knew it was exciting. He was, he was a cool guy. I remember him being nice. And Brandon was great. And now he's making movies, so I'm very happy for him. Check out Infinity Pool, but it's intense. Okay? So just get ready for it to be intense and gross. Get ready for it to be gross. 
So yeah, I got the, the the vitamin D. I'm working on it. Hopefully in like two months, you know. Like I'm already feeling a lot. The 2023 is not is 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 not the sort of pit of confusion last year was, mixed with all that loss so far. Hopefully there's not as much crazy loss and heartbreak this year. But uh, momentum continues. Now I know why I'm tired, so that, so I have more of a chance to not be tired. And that is beautiful. And, um... But what if it's not the vitamin D? What if I'm still tired after I get... They're like, your vitamin D levels are great. But I'm still Mr. Nap Time. I'm gonna have to accept that I'm a sleepy boy. But these fucking naps... I don't even feel good. After them. I mean, I do. It's, a, it's nice, you know? You rest your back close your eyes have a couple dreams but you know i don't wake up all the time being like okay let's get started i'll wake up and be like gotta clean my apartment not gonna clean my apartment that's no way to wake up so if it turns out i'm just someone who needs lots of naps i'm gonna have to sit down and plot out how to be a person who has a thriving life but also naps perennially. And I've been lucky enough for the last few months to uh, have gotten this uh, short appointment, but an ADHD coaching program. I'm being coached, um, and it's quite good. I have to tell you, this is good. If you can find an affordable one, try it. It's uh, It's keeping my feet somewhat on the ground and uh, especially if I'm lose the plot because it's happening once a week uh, because the meetings are once a week I'm, I'm, I'm getting set straight quickly enough which feels really good so um, and the person, Jana who I'm meeting with is very nice a lot of time the coaches also have ADHD so there's an inherent understanding of each other and different approaches and and a lot of the approaches they suggest work and aren't unmanageable and uh i just feel really lucky to be having it i mean i've wanted to have this for like so long and it's uh it's a shame that this stuff is so expensive it's a shame that uh in a way it's a shame this stuff is just associated with adhd because i i think a lot of people have moments where they kind of tumble into overwhelm and and could use the assistance of a pal uh, but the problem is if we rely on our pals too much they're not gonna be our pals for long if all we're doing is trying to get them to sort out our calendar with them but these are the coach what the coaches do and you know, that's like the thing about therapy too, is like, yes, we rely on our friends for support, but once they're, they're not licensed therapists, you know, and when we try to get, you know, advice from them all the time, it might not be, they might give you two specific directions. You know what I'm saying? This is how, what you should do. This is, therapists, in my experience, aren't doing that. They're like listening to you, and ideally, they're telling you to read a variety of things, to reach into yourself, to come, to, to try to 
label your feelings to sort through those feelings because if you can't love yourself damn sure you can't love anybody else how are you supposed to love anybody rupaul's drag race that's a quote when are they going to come for rupaul's drag race that's what people should do that would be that would be the end of that anti-trans uh, anti-drag movement even though they're two very distinct things go after a drag race too many people like drag race but they're going to come after it if they can don't don't think they won't there is a puritanical movement and we can't allow it because these puritans they're hypocrites they're all doing the stuff that they're trying to trying to say they're trying to stop all they're trying to do is put it under the rug. You know what? When you go to a house and they've swept all the dirt under the rug, you're wondering why the rug's so lumpy. I would rather have all my dirt out than a lumpy rug. Think about it. I've also found inter some interview audio. So I'm going to finally be able to post my interview soon. That is a promise. I have some very, very... Uh, antiquated interviews this time but I think you will like them so I'm looking forward to posting those once I get my old interviews up then I will focus on starting to interview people for uh, this year's show and we will start having interviews again and I am so excited excited for that thanks to my Patreons small but mighty supporters Patreon supporters and Kofi supporters. My new goal is to make enough money to buy a sad lamp. I mean, I have some sad lamps, but, <laughs> but this is the lamp that helps you get that D, get that vitamin D, VDE, vitamin D energy. That is, I've never heard of any acronym that has DE at the end. So don't think I'm trying to make any kind of salty, salty reference there. Chris Rock special. Did you see it? Did you see the new Chris Rock special? What'd you think, Holmes? Did you like it? I didn't even know it was happening. Then suddenly Twitter, this hell website. This hell website. Everyone's suddenly talking about Chris Rock and now oh, this and that. Blah, 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 he's anti-woke or whatever. And then I put it on it's like, He's not that anti-woke in it, whatever that means. He's not, he just sounds like, uh, I don't know, he's, like I laughed at, I thought the first half was okay. Kind of the second half, I kind of like started zoning out a bit more, but uh, he's also in a bad position because that thing with Chris, uh, sorry, with uh, Will Smith happened and Jada, and then he, the, the last like 10 minutes of the, are referencing that and it feels like, you know, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like, I think even though it's not a bit like nobody got really hurt, I think being like hit publicly at one of the more popular and watched events in, in North America, if not the world, uh, probably is a 
bad experience and a difficult experience, I think he's still processing it. In fact, that was the th- that that's like a big sense of what I'm seeing in a lot of comedy these days. Is trying to tell it like it is. Like people are really still processing what in the f- hell is going on. You know. So, so I just felt like it was still his thoughts weren't fully settled when he was talking about the Will Smith thing. He's talking about divorce stuff. And yeah, he makes like jokes, like you know, old guy jokes about trans, but uh, issues. But they're not like on any kind of a like incendiary level. They're just some stuff that he put in it to fill up time, basically. I don't know why anyone's doing anything right now. You know, we should all just be talking about rainbows. Just make jokes about rainbows, man. But it would be nice at this point. I feel like there's very little entertainment that like takes us out of the hell, the hellish happenings within the real world. And um, the ones that are, are taking us, into, taking us into other hellish happenings. So I'm really looking forward to a time when content is a little bit more fun. Uh, also, it just felt like manufactured. A lot of the people, a lot of the conversation around new comedy specials, it feels like it's something that is almost paid for by a company like Netflix. Because if you're going on and saying how much Chris Rock, you know, is, you know, a dinosaur or whatever you're saying, not funny. Which are two, like, kind of different things, right? Like, I think that there is the subjectivity of comedy. So maybe you don't like that Chris Rock does comedy. You don't like the way he does comedy. And then there's the subjectivity of, in, like, intention, what you think someone's intention is. And... If you just think that the premise of something is inherently troubling, whether or not you think something is funny is is um, it's just a different thing. There's lots of things that I find trouble that I've found troubling that I've either enjoyed or uh, you know um, laughed at or whatever found interesting. You know, even if I think the intention behind it might be creepy. However, it's all about the 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 Kelly test, the R. Kelly test, where you know the when does the grossness exceed the talent? You know, and I don't think that Chris Rock is even in that conversation. I think there's just people who like just don't really think he's that funny, and they didn't find it funny. And I think all the talking about it is just a way to get more people to watch it. Which goes completely against the people complaining about it. This is once upon a time we, why we had a uh, healthy uh, industry of uh, criticism, film, music, art. Because it would provide a way for you not to bother with things. And thus not actually put your money or time into worrying about it. But now, 
Everyone's got to see what the thing is. Everyone's got to talk about it. Next thing you know, Chris Rock has signed 19 more specials. More comedy specials for Netflix, and it's because you hated him. None of it makes sense. I like to talk about things I sell here. My most recent sales. Got a lot of good responses when I talked about Mother Love Bone. The thing I sold this week is an uh, article of electronics. It's a media uh, streaming device. You attach to your HDMI, you put a little USB for the, you know, that has that has stuff on it, pop it in and you can play that stuff on your uh, TV. How this is much different from from a laptop, I don't know. It seems very similar to a laptop, but it's smaller. And there's a remote control. But what was cool is like you could have MP3s on it, movies. It made me think of the days where you're like, you got all this media on your computer. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot. I downloaded every episode of uh, <coughs> The Closer. <laughs> I can watch it on the plane. In the case of a plane crash, I want the last thing I saw to have been the closer. And, uh, you know, you're listening to your MP3s on it, you're, you're playing you know, Barbie Girl, a low-quality download of Barbie Girl on it. Made me think of MP3 players. Oh, I used to have them. I used to have MP3 players. It was so fun. You couldn't even organize it. You just put songs on it and it would play in that order like a really long mix CD. What was on your MP3 player? That's my final question for you. What MP3s were you listening to 20 years ago on your MP3 player and where were you listening to your MP3 player? Let me know at weeklypodcast at gmail.com Can't wait to hear back from you. Thanks so much for listening, folks. I'll try to be back sooner than later. This has been a wonderful time. Stay warm. Get that D. Live your life. Don't be afraid to leave your door unlocked. But if you do and something bad happens, I am not liable. But I am liable for wishing you a, a, a good life. Playing that again. Weekly. Oh, man. Nick Flanagan Weekly.